Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful people, beautiful world. Um, Elle Ballard is here today with my new guest on our Empowered Global Women in Business podcast, Teresa Papadopoulos. Hi, Teresa. Hello. Hello, hello. Great to see you. You too, Elle. Teresa is a trauma-informed master life coach, energy healer, and body worker for over 19 years with a master's in certification in integrative health coaching. She founded Breakthrough Wellness Coaching plus body work years ago to support busy, stressed out professional women, take back their time, regain their energy and find grounding in even the most chaotic moments of life. That's so important. (laughs) (laughs) She has supported hundreds of women to relieve stress, make healthy life choices and build a deeper self-love and the capacity to hold the abundance and dreams they are wishing for. Using a synergy of energy healing and body work, somatics, psychology-based tools and traditional wellness coaching, Teresa helps with healing old wounds and releasing old stories so her clients can find lasting wellness from the inside out. I love that. Mm, Thank you. (laughs) And I know we have the, our, session coming up and um yes. is also one of the amazing leaders in the pacific area uh california for women of the world network but i want to go back to what you do and i like to ask this question how how did you come to doing this work why did you choose to do this kind of work that is my origin story yeah absolutely it's beautiful work because um i used to be in the publishing world i actually studied printing and publishing uh, and I was in London at the time and I worked on Fleet Street. I was in the Daily Mail. I worked with Reuters for a while and it was very exciting and, and everything when I was younger. But uh, the more I got into it, the deeper I realized um, it just was so toxic, um, just this very, very toxic type of lifestyle. And uh, I found myself getting sick, like physically ill for about a month or so or more sometimes uh, every year, like from November to December, really sick, like bedridden. And I knew that, um, you know, it had something to do with my lifestyle and the the place I was living and the, the way I was working. Um, and so really hit me once I, I was very young, I was only 23 when I was diagnosed with stage two cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's was, that was my big wake up call. I was like, oh my gosh, uh, this really needs to end. Um, and that's when I discovered meditation and yoga and I really dove deep. I went on retreats. I studied, I became uh, a practitioner of Reiki after receiving my first treatment 
when I knew uh, it was life-changing. Uh, it was so deep for me to experience that level of um, healing and being seen mm -hmm. that I knew that that was my next step in my, my life and my career. So yeah, I moved uh, from London to Hawaii and uh, I built my massage practice there. I went to massage school after Again, trying to work in nonprofit and sitting in a desk, but I realized, no, I can't sit at a desk anymore. I need to actually help people one-on-one -on -one and hands-on. Um, and so that's where it started. Uh, all of the body work and the healing work began. And in 2015, after I had uh, my firstborn and met my current husband, uh, we both decided that maybe the next step would be to get my master's and start doing some health and wellness coaching. And it's just evolved from there. Um, so the wellness coaching and the body work has been uh, a way for me to do the work from the inside out is what I call it. It's being able to really do the inner work of looking at old childhood wounds, looking at trauma, um, and being safely held so that you can move through it, move past it, and then make more space and more uh, capacity, we call it, yeah. to hold what's waiting for you, what you desire. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's such a powerful story. Um, I always like to ask the background of the story because, you know, um, we all have our own stories and why we make these choices in life based on that story. And, and I think it's so much more powerful that now that you're helping women because you went through it yourself. Um, yes. And you know how, how to deal with this in these situations. So I love that. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and I haven't, I didn't even realize you've, you've lived in so many different areas. And I didn't yes. know. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Talk about, uh, talk about international, truly international woman. I love it. So, yeah. And speaking about that, you know, the, the, the backgrounds and the experiences when we live in different places and, 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 um, the, the like just overall the journey that we have um how have your background limited or favored you in your mind oh in so many ways oh my gosh um in a lot of ways i know that it's been a privilege for me to have been raised in belgium with you know able-bodied parents and you know middle class but still mm -hmm. um you know i had my struggles growing up because i am a dual citizen i was born in America, I was raised in Belgium, but I'm half Greek and all of my father's family is in Greece. <laughs> I, so I never went to America my whole life, but I'm supposed to be American and I went to American school. So it was just very um, confusing for me identity wise yeah. to figure out where I belonged. Like, who am I? Where do I belong? And the flip side of that is the capacity that I was able to really like be a part of these different cultures. Like I speak French fluently. Um, I speak Greek fluently. I would call both of those places my home. I know them like the back of my hand, you know, and being able to uh, use language and culture, music, food, because I've had all of those things from all over Europe and all over the world, um, really helps me know how to connect with other people yeah. and to find a common thread no matter what, no matter where we're from, I can always find some sort of common thread where yes. we can connect because I do believe that really we all are one and uh, we are beautiful, diverse, unique and different, but we are all one and it's all love. So ultimately yeah. that's where it goes. Yes, yes, I love that. So beautiful. 
Yeah, and so it's it's enriches you so much. You have such a rich experience from all these cultures and upbringings, plus living in different countries. Yeah, enriches <laughs> you so much. I love that. So let's go back to your business. And so when you started building your business, what would you say was one of the biggest lessons? There's so many lessons, of course, that we learned when we built. Gotcha. <laughs> Which one? what was what would you say was your biggest lesson uh in building a business as a multinational woman um I would say I think the biggest learning I I always call them learnings right yes I love that (laughs) Um, because we're always learning right um the biggest learning is to really not be afraid of all of those different things that you've been through Mm-hmm. all of the trauma, all of the fear, all of the excitement, all of the success, all of those things, good, bad, whatever you want to call it, that's all part of your story. And that's all part of what makes you unique and beautiful and attractive, no matter what you look like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And this is really the ultimate like source of inspiration for my business, at least, is like, instead of trying to hide parts of my past or, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. So I'm just not going to talk about it or whatever that might look like trying to find a way to bring all of those aspects of my former selves, my former chapters into the bigger picture of like the grander book that is the business part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's wisdom, right? Like being able to look at your experiences and, and not only take the, the, the ones, okay, picking, okay, I want to take this. Right. Not cherry picking, (laughs) just take the good and the bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And understanding that good and bad is part of this whole learning and learning. Um, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And, um, you are such a beautiful reflection of women of the world living in different countries (laughs) and and having this rich experiences um experiences personal experiences but then experiences also cultural experiences from living in so many different countries and and speaking languages i need to practice french with me with you my french oh yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i learned french before and then i you know because i didn't practice it i started losing Mm -hmm. it yes okay that's something i actually didn't know so i'm glad we we're doing this i want to i I think i speak french better than i speak greek though so don't test me yeah (laughs) i probably fail (laughs) so having having gone through all this beautiful experiences and still going of course and living um the life what does it mean for you to be a woman of the world um i think being a woman of the world for me Uh, My value is really uh, around honoring all of the different people and lives that they lead, Um, being able to, like I said, see a human for who they are and be able to offer some kind of support. Being a woman of the world is really like embracing as much difference as, as well as embracing, you know, all the beautiful things that you feel very familiar with culturally with people. It's so important uh, to not be divisive and judgmental about right. things that are different. Um, and so being a woman of the world is, to me, it's about being open and real and really embracing what comes towards you instead of running away or 
being, you know, kind of making ideas about what it could or couldn't be. <laughs> exactly. Making assumptions or because it's foreign, because it's something running away. Yeah, because yeah, yes. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I want to ask this question. There are so many great questions and I know our listeners will, will be curious as well um, to learn more. But I want to bring this question of of this deliberate, like to make to make deliberate intentions, to mm-hmm. intentional time to look at how you're feeling, and not yes. in a way, you know, in the business of today's world yes. and this flow of information at us every single day. Yes. In addition to everything we have to do, how do we find this intentional time so that we can, mm. you know, pay. Um, maybe to different parts of our body right and and really right right yeah and that's that's the work i do with um with with my my people it's just we live so much in our head we're so mm-hmm. much thinking and making up stories and dialogue and narratives about what it should or shouldn't look like or how it's supposed to be that we it's almost like we're beheaded right we're like the the, the chicken yeah. with our head cut off and we're not remembering that we have a nervous system and we have a brain and we have a heart you know and we have organs and lungs keeping us alive and and that is what's actually running the show right we're 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 using our mind to kind of forget that our body is here mm-hmm. and so when i do my somatics my body work my coaching all that sort of deeper layer work it's it's about paying attention to the subtleties so when i discovered that i had cancer for example Mm -hmm. i realized there was a moment there when i was like something isn't right Mm -hmm. something doesn't feel right and the same thing well in my body i couldn't yeah i couldn't give it a name to it i wasn't sure it wasn't like i have pain or anything it was just something doesn't feel right and even uh, about five years ago, I had a parathyroid tumor. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Something doesn't feel right. My body doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And I took time to think about it. And then I went to the doctor and I was like, can you please do these tests on me? She yeah. was like, sure, why not? And that's when we found out. I was like, something isn't right. But for some reason, a lot of us women, we don't pay attention because we're so busy giving and outputting and taking care of our kids and our husbands or partners or you know, yeah. parents, whatever it is, PTA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or trying to strive for the it's next so level of business, you know, success. Yeah. And when we pause and take time to really like say, what do I need right now? Yes. What does my body need? What does my I- emotional self need right now to get in alignment? Yeah. That's when all the magic comes. That's when all the 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 inspiration and the epiphanies and you know the creativity pops in yes and another flip side of that is really letting yourself rest mm-hmm. paying attention and giving yourself permission to yeah. rest yeah. and not judging yourself for being underproductive or procrastinating or whatever that may be that comes up for you because those are just stories yeah so as yeah. a businesswoman it's very important to be able to pay attention to these subtle pieces that are talking to you and telling you what you need so that you can hold your body and your nervous system can hold the capacity of the success that you're trying to achieve. Because if you're burnt out and you're tired and you're snippy and you don't, you know, you've lose sight of what you're doing, 
you won't be able to hold that success that you're looking so for. True. So yeah. true. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> love, 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 love. Yeah. Yes, yes. You I've, can seen it. I've seen it a lot. It's like, we've got to slow down. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you put multiple parts to what you just shared, I'm going mm. to put I love that. Thank you for that powerful reminder. Mm. Um, because yeah, we are always so giving and then we at the expense of ourselves. We need to yes. come, we need to get back to ourselves. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. it's just so true. Um listeners, please check out what Teresa is doing. She's doing an amazing work. Uh, we will post links how to connect with her um here and then uh yeah, connect with her, find out more. All of us need that. And uh, I'm going to move on to our kind of final section of our conversation. Even though I'm loving this conversation so much, um, I'm looking forward again to our session together. Uh, But um, so I have five questions here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, are you ready? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite book name is? Oh, that is Women Who Run With the World. Hands down, Ooh. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Oh, I have, I have to read that one. I haven't. It read. is by far once once I discovered that book, my whole life changed. So if you haven't read it, go grab it. It's called Women Who Run. <laughs> Women Who Run with the Wolves, Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Got it. I don't know if I said that with the right accent, but <laughs> but I haven't read. Yes. Okay. okay beautiful. Um, beach or mountains. <sighs> Oh, can I have both? <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good California, forest, right? though. I yeah. love the forest and the trees, but I also love the water and hearing the waves. It's so therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. I can. I can't pick just one. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. selfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll keep both. Um, favorite international destination to visit. Uh, I would say Barcelona. I love Barcelona. Oh my gosh. I I visited my 20s and I just fell in love and I didn't want to leave. And I just, the food, the people, the art and the architecture, just my whole brain and body were just on fire and <laughs> loved it I would love to like go back there over and over again yes oh my gosh this is the second time we are in Barcelona the earlier podcast today we somehow Barcelona came so maybe our next oh wow Barcelona and it's, it's fun yeah sign <laughs> I, f- I visited Barcelona in my 20s as well and I loved it too we should we should definitely do it <laughs> summer or winter I'm a fall and a spring kind of gal. So like reverts back to the forest and the, <laughs> the yeah. beach. So okay. I like the beginnings, the beginnings of the season. So yeah. the spring that leads into summer and then the fall that leads into winter. Mm. The transitional seasons are kind of my thing. That's cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. And the last one is uh, things that you have discovered about yourself recently. Ooh, things I have discovered about myself recently. Um, I think it's always a nice reminder that I'm more powerful than I think I am and that I'm stronger than I, I give myself credit for. (laughs) That's a consistent one that I think I'm pretty organized and people notice that about me. Uh, (laughs) I love a good spreadsheet. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to that stuff and organizing. Mm That's something you also I learned about it today about you today. I have I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. This is <laughs> thank wonderful. you. So thank you so much for this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad 
Uh, we took the time to do this. And then again, uh, if you're listening to this or on video or podcast, check out um, Teresa's work, connect with her. And we will, I'll see you soon, Teresa. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Al. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> yes. Bye.